I have these friends, Dan and Sheila. I Actually, they're podcast hosts. Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Sheila. And we are back for season two of Reacher, which just like season of one of Reacher, you don't really have to do episode by episode by any means. No, uh, no, no. It, it really is a whole. Yes. You know, like it it really is a, a whole that is meant to be taken as a gap. There is very few shows that I feel as much you can just binge watch without losing any of the experiences you can reach her, you know? Yep. Because it is set up as chapters very yeah. clearly. Very clearly it's set up like the book. I re- no? It's really close to the book. This one is so close to the book. Yeah. By the way, they're doing another one. Number three, season three. How could they not after this season? I mean, let's let's go after to the start. I just read from the start. I think this is way better than the first season. Oh, I agree with you. I this agree with you. Huge improvement. It is tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the big thing. It's really close to the book. Yep. But it is um, what it is is tight. It moves. It uses, and the thing is, is it's a later book. Yeah. And what I will, then the other, then the previous one. He's a better writer now. He's a better writer. (laughs) Yeah. No, but that's, that is the case. I mean, when you reach, if you start Reacher right at the beginning, everybody loves the Reacher. Like I give people Reacher at my higher level ESLs and say, okay, read Reacher. Yeah. Because it's it's very easy to read direct sentences. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and everybody loves Reacher. And the thing is, is he only gets better. There's a few iffies, maybe. I mean, I I will never stop complaining about how bad a wanted man is. Well, yes. That's a real (laughs) bad book. But you're right, for the most part, the further he goes, the better it is. Even John Grisham has bad books. That's true. Like the, some of the later books, I love Night School. You know, I love Personal. Like they, they're yeah. really good books in the later books. I'm very interested to read the one his brother wrote that comes out this year or just came out. Uh, now that his brother has taken over writing them and he's retired. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, he worked. He he worked the last few with his brother. Brother. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. No, it's his brother. It's his brother. Yeah, it's his brother. Uh, Yeah, they've worked on the last two together, and now he has officially handed it off. And the way it works is he writes, you know, um, he writes the outline with his brother, and then his brother goes off and writes the book. Yeah, and that just makes sense. And I'm sure that he sees the final proof. Oh, and I'm sure he's editing it. And yeah, absolutely. Before it goes off to the, but it's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what they're doing in the third year, but yeah, I'm in very interested for them to announce it because there's a couple of things it could be. It uh, says, must go undercover to rescue an informant being held by a haunting foe from his past. Oh, I know that book. Oh God, which one is that? All right, we're, we're going to look it up later. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely have read that. Um. Xavier, whatever his name is. And he's working with the DEA in that one. God, what is that one called? Anyway, yes. Um, it's, oh, um, not pressure. Persuader. Persuader? Okay, wait. You know what I'll do? I think it's Persuader. Okay. Does it say here what it's, which book it's based on? Well, no, I'm just saying based on the synopsis, oh. I recognize the plot. No, no, but I was hoping it would say which book, right? <laughs> but I'm not I'm saying I recognize the plot. You don't have to, you don't have to, I mean, I'm pretty sure all I, the only thing I'm confused about is whether the book is actually called Persuader. I'm saying yeah. I know it's that book. I just don't remember what the title of the book is. Yes. Well, and, and Neely is back. So they're doing the ones with Neely because Neely's. No, oh, we love her. Yeah, no, she's, she's great. Always has been. Yeah. Fantastic character. Uh, but yes. So my point is really great book to pick. I love seeing Reacher. Obviously Reacher isn't going to be with people a lot, but I loved seeing him with his gang of investigators. Yes. I thought all of them 
all of them were fun characters. They were all distinct. They all had their own stuff going on. Like, uh, it's like, it's such a, like, he is such a, a lone character and he does meet new people every book, you know, as a general rule. So it is nice asking the character, okay, well, what is it like when the character is hanging out with people that he has known for a long time? Like, how yeah. is Reacher different? How are we seeing other aspects of his personality? And Alan Richson did a great job of delivering us a completely different Reacher than we saw last season. Yeah. Because, I, I, oh, please. No, no, that's fine. Because, no, yes. And, I, and what I was going to say, the reason it is, is that, um, and this is going to be a weird way to phrase this, there is an extent to which, like, the way he is with people is a performance of toughness. Yeah. And uh, a performance of masculinity is toughness. And he is now surrounded by people who have known him so long and have seen so many, like, seen him in so many situations that they can cut past the way he performs a certain way for strangers. Well, yeah. And he, yes, they cut past it. They know him well enough. What I said to you after I finished watching it is pretty clear. We were speculating on this high functioning autism. Yeah. You know, that isn't really in the books. No. And it's, if he has placed this in and you can see it more here, particularly Right, some of his interactions, and they all accept it, and they've all learned to work around it, and they've all learned to trust him. Yeah, well, but I mean, right down to the detail of like him being uncomfortable when the candy bar he prefers isn't in the candy machine. Yes, like, that was. Yeah. That so detail. There, somebody else took it. Yeah, somebody else took it first. And he's like that. The girl, little girl, took it. Yes, and he's like, but that was the only one. <laughs> Yes, and he is very uncomfortable. He knows that he must not make a fuss about this, yes. but he's obviously playing it as uncomfortable because that's the candy bar he eats. There's the one kind of candy bar that he eats for whatever reason he decided on, and he doesn't like change. Yes, and so the and that is very much. Yeah. Um, there are a few things like when, um, you know, the the what's her face the the other woman yeah you know says well why and he said well wh why didn't you yeah dixon uh, yeah dixon why why didn't you why didn't we have a relationship then he said well i was your boss <laughs> it would have been inappropriate in this just flat yeah voice and it was clear right yeah and she says oh yeah perfect answer <laughs> what well, else would i expect from you there are there are systems and rules, and that's yeah. what he operates within. Yes, and when he breaks the rules, it is because uh, for specific reasons, because other people are breaking rules. Well, and put what I like about th this is since he's retired, he hasn't had you know the the military to be his framework, so he has created an equally strict framework. For how yeah. to live. Yeah. Because he is only comfortable when he has this regimented lifestyle. Yep. And that is, again, a really interesting way to delve further into the character that makes a lot of sense. Like, it's just all the choices they're making about Reacher's psychology makes so much sense for the character yep. in the books. And it's all new stuff for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Lee Child, this isn't a criticism, but he, you know, he created this inhuman character because he thought it was cool. And what the people making the show did are like, yeah, you can read that and enjoy that. But what does that look like on screen? Like, yeah. we have to figure out fundamentally, okay, what if Jack Reacher was not a real person, was a real person and not just this fantasy that Lee Child created? Yeah. And I think they're doing an amazing job job oh, of it oh yes and you what's his name again alan alan richson richson yeah. i always want to say richman and i know it's it's wrong. a hard yeah richson. it's it's a hard name to remember i get it richson well it's no it's just that there's an alan rickman right? yeah there's an alan rickman as well yes who we love so, oh we love you alan um, rickman. yes but alan richson and and this is just he does such a good 
job of this, it's not just the writing. Mm-hmm. You know, he must have read the books. And, and and as you say, it's when you are reading, you put what you want into these characters, yeah. into what you're reading, right? Mm-hmm. You see, you create, um, and you understand. And if you've read all of the books, like I have, of course, you get more and more of the backstory. Oh, yeah. A little bit of what you got in the first season. Yep. But you get more later on as well. Um, and Lee Child is doing, uh, I mean, he does a, a really good job of these because he has this, as you say, he has created this structure. Yep. Can't break it because it would be too uncomfortable. I mean, I, the time when, he, when his toothbrush is destroyed, right? <laughs> I really enjoyed that. You know, I mean, and this is this is his oh, the only thing he carries with him. Yeah. Right outside of a couple of things is well, no. He has his he has his ID. He has his clothes, and he has his toothbrush, and that's yeah, it. That's it, right? You know, and um, none of his none of his friends. Yeah. Actually, and they are all his friends mm-hmm. that um, really understand how he can do this. Yeah. None of them would ever consider doing this. I mean, this is it. it the whole story is um, so well put together. You wonder how they're going to manage it. Sometimes I like, well, they've got money. <laughs> There's yeah. no question. And this thing, apparently Nielsen had a glitch at some point um, around Reacher. I'm not sure. I didn't look into it more, but I read it. And Reacher still came out number one. (laughs) So they they had to adjust the numbers and it was still the most popular show the week it came out, started. Yeah, it it is just, it's a top level. It's a monster for them. Like, it's a huge show for Amazon. Everyone's watching this. And I get it. It's just so good. Yeah, because, you know, you would expect, because these were all military guys. Yeah. Right? And you would expect something different. This is his investigative unit. Yeah. The ones that were put, it was, he was given, and we we might get into the books that deal with that. Yeah. Because actually that happens because a lot of the backstory happens later on. Yeah. Too. Like the child keeps filling in the backstory as we go along. Yeah. And because, so they've, but that puts them in this great position where they actually already have a lot of stuff to put into the um, backstory, into the backstory for the show. Yeah. Because it's like and, the stuff with his brother and his childhood, that's not all from Killing Floor. That we saw in the first season, they were able to pick and choose what they needed. No, and that is that is it. And his mother died because it's still child's reacher. There, yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. And um, I've told you before. What maybe one day we'll put up a link to that. Um, one of these reachers. Um, the the link to the CBC interview on Eleanor Wachtel's book book yeah. show. Right. She did a whole thing after the one came out that was basically about him going back and seeking sort of the roots. Yeah. Outside that were outside the military of his family. Yeah. That would be that's going to be an interesting one. If if they they decide to do it. If they keep making this, they'll they'll get there eventually. Well, because it's such an important like meaning for the character and seeing how they adapt that to television would be very interesting yes but he was i mean it's and it was clear you know that he always had this structural issue yeah right um so anyway it it is i we it's funny eh? you sort of watch all of this Mm. and it's always the people and the interrelationships that are um, at the top of the story and why these people just come back together again to solve this problem. Because two of their members 
Well, one. First. Two have uh, two have been one gets killed right away. Two yeah. more are missing, and the, and the, the fourth one, Tony, like yeah. might be with the bad guys. Although you know, never for a second do you think that. <laughs> like never for a second do you think that Tony I, might with be just like it. Jack Reacher never thinks for a second. Yes, just like. Well, I don't know. I mean, we've read the book. Yeah, that it, that does help. Yes. Come on, we've read the book. That's so, true. You're right. So we know what's know, going on. And and you, because you cannot, okay. And I went and I reread it about four or five months ago. Yeah, because you I, knew that's what the show was going to be about. And so the big difference is, um, okay. So to to just jot down the big differences, it's set in L.A., not in New York. Right. right. That's 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 the big change. You don't have the same kind of um, there's not as many side things like there's not the attempt on their lives at the house. Right. They're long their long trip down to um, Atlantic City. Like there's not th- that has all been added for the show and it all works. Yeah, it all works. Out. I think it stretches it out in a completely organic way. Yeah, no, you wouldn't for. If you hadn't read the book, you wouldn't for, you wouldn't think that there was anything added or missing. Everything fits. Yeah. And they did a smart move by having the cop, like the sympathetic cop, um, get killed. And then you've got one of the assassins in jail. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, in the book, don't they go to the hospital because the evil cop, like, convinces them that one of their team members is still alive and he lures them there for an ambush or something? There's, yeah, there's something like that. Something like bad that. Luck and, God, bad luck and trouble. Yeah. It's a good book. It's a good book. It's a really good book. Yeah. Because, again, it, it like, gives you this sense of the larger world of Reacher in a really interesting way. And can we talk about the thing that impressed me the most about oh, this? Sure. Right. Uh, there's a lot that impressed me about it. But what impressed me most is they said after the first season, we're going to have to get the Tom Cruise stuff out of the way. Yeah. And the way that they got the Tom Cruise stuff out of the way is that, A, they said that the events of One Shot happened between seasons one and two. Yeah. That was smart. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, One Shot did happen. It just happened off camera between one and two. And if we want to have James Barr show up later, we can have James Barr show up Barr later. show up later, I know. That's fantastic. Okay. No. Two, well, what? how do you do with Never Go Back? You make it so Never Go Back is the case that the team worked on, but yeah. the smuggling opium in from Afghanistan in all the trucks. Yeah. yeah with all yeah. the demobilization. That's fantastic. No, they, they do. They, they did a wonderful job. So smart. They, obviously the writers have read all the books. Oh, of course. <laughs> or somebody's read all the books. Yeah. But they, they went out of their way to to address the two Tom Cruise movies mm-hmm. in this season really quickly. One, it happened off camera. Two, well, that's the backstory. The guy's moving yeah. in heroin. They removed the details that it was like the Secretary of Defense doing it. But, you know. <laughs> oh, well, but it was still satisfying. Well, you don't have to have it. and You don't have to bring it up because it's immaterial yeah. to this story. Exactly. It's just right? this and, is and this is why the group step. This is why the group trusts each other. This is why the group split up. Yes, and right, and to boot, this is why this is. Um, no, what was I going to say? This is this covers right. Yeah. Um, the movies, so you can actually watch. You can watch season one, watch the two movies. And go to season two. And you're fine, yeah. And you're fine, right? Well, and what and- I liked about it, right, was that yeah. they're like, by making by making the never go back plot with the, the heroin coming in and demobilization, right? By making that, by using that and saying that these are the guys, uh, they all agreed to blow up their careers to do the right thing. Yes. Like, they all knew they were blowing up their careers, but it was the right thing to do. And that's why you completely sell the idea that he trusts all these people with his life. Cause yeah. they previously, he said, it's going to blow up your careers to do this. And they all went in knowing that was going to happen, but they did it anyway. Yep. I think, I think it's just such a smart way to, to get the Tom Cruise stuff out of the way on such an important plot point. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I, I loved this season. Well, I thought yeah. it was great. 
I think, I mean, for people who've never read the books, this this is functioning just fine. Yeah, it really I, is. You know, because it deals with, with the two books that the movies are based on. Mm-hmm. And we've already said probably somewhere along the line that we love Tom Cruise's Reacher, even though he wasn't. No, he's not the build of Reacher. Not physically Reacher. But that movie gets the essence of the Reacher from the books. Yeah. Yes, it does. And um, I've never had a complaint. I can rewatch those movies very easily. And it doesn't even bother me. This Reacher. No, not at right? all. When I watch those movies, because they fit because it's still the personality. Functions. Well, what's interesting is that um, I would say the movie, even though he's not physically the Reacher from the books, he is the supernatural Reacher from the books. Yes. In a way that they've gone with a much more human reacher for the show, even though he is a giant. Yeah. And that's the strange part. In the show, he's a giant, but it's a much more recognizably human character. Whereas yeah. in the movies, it is very much the like supernatural force of vengeance from the books. Yes. And it's two very different takes on the character. And I'm loving how they're developing him on the show. Oh, yes. Because it's, it's still vengeance. Oh, he, oh, absolutely. He's He announces he's going to throw Robert Patrick out of a plane, out of a helicopter. And then he does. Oh, oh my God, that helicopter sequence. Jeez, oh, God. I don't know how the hell they did that. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. Oh, my Lord. The um. Oh, hanging I'm out of a plane. That. Oh, I'm watching. I'm watching it going. So it has to be stunt double. Of course. It has to be the stunt doubles, but I'm going how the editing. The I editing, the special effects, like, because they're dangling them. You know, they're, I mean, yeah, I know this is happening on a set, but they're actually dangling him, you know, out of the back of a thing on the set. Like, it's, it's but gorgeous. We may, we, 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 we you, you have to tell yourself right yeah i know this isn't really happening this isn't really happening because it is fully believable and i'm i can feel my stomach you know just like i'm sure i know i know it's gonna get that bouquet but i can't believe you know this isn't star trek with them shaking the camera and everybody leaning they've got this set on a gimbal and they're shaking the hell out of these people and they really sell this idea that they are actually up in the air and about to fall off the back of this helicopter wow it looked it looked incredible yeah it was just the whole thing yeah. Even when it's slower, they don't spend too much time with his having sex with his uh with Dixon this, this time. Yeah. Uh with Dixon, right? Um yeah. so that's that's fine. Everybody knew this was coming. <laughs> Absolutely. It seems that only Reacher was kind of surprised by it. <laughs> surprised by it. But that's because, well, yes, I guess it's okay now because we're not we're not working not together anymore. anymore. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, no, and I think that was nice. I I liked that. You don't have to do a lot of setup because it's not a woman he's just meeting. No. Uh, They they have this pre-existing relationship. They were always going to get together at some point. And I think O'Donnell is there, and I think this was a fantastic choice, to have someone there who's, like, not impressed by Reacher. (laughs) (laughs) Who, like, sees the thing he's doing to intimidate people. He's like, fine, can we just... Yes, say your pithy lines, but can we get to the point? <laughs> I know you have this persona, but like we also have work to do. And I thought that was so funny. And I mean, because you know, it all of them, all three of them, have very different relationships with Reacher than Neely does. Who yeah. is the person he gets along with because she is the person closest to him? Well, yes, because she clearly has. All of these the the these problems, yeah, and fixations, just like he does. Yes, they are very much alike mm-hmm. in their personalities. Um, yeah. She's of course much better with people, but she can't <laughs> even. I mean, the scene. I mean, I can't, couldn't believe the scene where she held the the detective, the good detective, who's oh. 
I, this is going to be full of... Uh, oh, no, we're we're assuming right. everybody... Hey, everybody watched Reacher. I don't think we have to worry about that. But that scene where, know. you know, where she, where he needs her to hold his hand because he's dying. Oh. And she lifts him up and puts his head in her lap and holds him yeah. until, until he, not even until he dies, after yeah. he's dead. Yeah. And until the, the emergency vehicles come. Is there. Come, yeah. Right. I, it was stunning because. It didn't change her in the sense that she, I mean, she still didn't want to shake anybody's hand and she doesn't want yep. any contact with anyone. But, but it's this she, meaningful like connection with another person and that she is so alien to her. Yes. And she did it because the man was dying and yep. he was dying because he had to save this girl. Yep. And um this it, it's just a child right oh yeah you know and i just oh I it's thought, great oh, they're finding these great way to put these character moments in yeah the visual that weren't in the book like this is new yeah. stuff yeah. yeah yeah and um what did they do oh yeah and they um they did a weird thing where they combined the engineer and the person from security uh and the vice president of the company because in the book, there's two different people whose families are getting threatened. Yeah. And one and here, no, they're just now it's just the the engineer is just a random person who's corrupt. Yeah. Uh, and it's only the vice president whose family is getting threatened. And I'm like, I think that was smart. You didn't need two different people whose families are getting threatened <laughs> like no, there are in the book. In the book, it works. In the book, it works. But yeah. the book is different and in that sense that, no, I mean, adaptation wise. This is so great. And I am so happy, you know, because I, I'm talking about Game of Thrones with my grandson. Right. Right. And, as and how badly they watched the uh, adaptation. Yeah. The adaptations like the first isn't too bad, but it just keeps getting worse every year. And yep. I'm just going, no, these guys have delved into these characters. They've. Clearly, somebody has sat down and wrote a book for Reacher. Yeah. Beginning to end based on the the books, right? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's this, the fascinating thing is where in Game of Thrones, like everything is dumbed down and made less complicated, right? Yeah. And in to make it easier to follow and make the uh, relationships easier to follow. And it's just, it's a lot worse here. Everything is richer and more well thought out than the books. Yeah. Yeah. They've had to fill in personality structures. Yep. Because child didn't do it. He slowly did it in the later books. Yeah. But even that is never, not like this, like this is giving us a real sort of, I, it's a it's a real insight into Reacher, and mm -hmm. I think that I don't know whose choice it was to make him appear high functioning. Autistic. Yeah, like I is this something the actor suggested while researching? Is this the showrunner's idea? You know, yeah, like I would love to see an interview that explains how they decided to take that route with the character. Because I agree with you, it's absolutely the perfect route for the character. Yeah, like I remember watching the first episode and going like the first season and going oh you can yeah, listen to us talk this? about it yeah is, we this, talk about it. is this really the are they are they saying yeah. he's autistic yeah just you know just on the edge yeah because he did manage and in the books it tends to be based more on the military mm -hmm. whereas in season one we say no he was like this from the time he was born yep and then but functions well, but he, he, when he gets something that quote bit between the teeth, yeah. he cannot let it go. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those, those insighty things, right? Yeah. Um, that, and you know, so therefore you call it supernatural revenge <laughs> in the book, but they had to make it more realistic here. And this is such a perfect uh, way in. Yeah, a perfect way in. Yeah. So that nobody would nobody would ever really think he was autistic. No. 
right? It's just that when you're looking at it, if you know the symptoms, if you know the personality quirks, again, and that and putting in those little moments, yeah. like the candy bar, yeah. like the toothbrush, you know, like him paying at the at the uh, at the clothing store at the beginning, yeah. you know, yeah. all those little moments. Yeah. Right. And, that make you say, OK, I'm seeing behaviors I recognize, you know, I'm seeing these like they are telling a story with these little character moments that they didn't have to put in. Yes. And what we call him is eccentric. Yeah, he is. What he is. I mean, in the old days, we would have just said he's eccentric. Yeah, he's eccentric. But That's now it. we we have a way to quantify that. Yes. And um those eccentricities you just have to accept because they cannot be changed mm -hmm. for the most part. Oh yeah. Like there are and behaviors, now, there are behaviors you can train yourself on and off with, but there are behaviors that are just always going to be with you. And that's, and this part of him is just always going to be there. And it's, I mean, I really thought, Oh, I was so hoping at the end, right. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I, because like, when we came to the end, I can talk about, right, where of course. Neely, Neely is, he's going back on the bus. Yeah. And Neely says something. What does she say exactly to him? Like, we, you know, we're always here or something. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, I'm going, oh, please. I, I can remember thinking it as I'm going, please, Neely, don't say because we're family. No. <laughs> You know, I'm just dying, right? Don't do it. Don't do you it. You don't have to do it. No. It's clear. He would have to but, be the one to say it, and he does. And he does when they're on the bus, and the man says, so what were you doing? And he says, oh, visiting family. Boom. Done. Thank Boom. you. Done. Thank you. You get it. Like, the show yeah. gets it. Yeah. Oh, and it's so fantastic, especially after, you know, what a disaster Game of Thrones was. Oh, yes. Like, to see a show so thoroughly get the characters and make them deeper and make them richer and make them even more interesting. And again, we love the books. But mm -hmm. by the end of this, I won't be surprised if we're saying that this series is the definitive version of Jack Reacher. Oh, I would think so, as long as it keeps... On this level of quality. Well, and I suspect it will. I yeah. mean, how can it? Because the books are good. Yeah. They have fantastic plot source material. Yeah. Lee Child, unbelievable, right? Yeah. He's a fantastic <laughs> writer for this kind of plotting. And so with them having, they have this great source material. So now it's just a question of, can they keep the same team of writers together to ensure that they keep tweaking them in the right ways. And that's that's the only thing that's going to determine that it keeps being this successful. Yeah. Like, that they keep the same team of writers able to deliver this level of adaptation. Which is not an easy thing to do. Which is far from an easy thing to do. Yes, and it was so nice to have uh, Patrick. Um, Robert Patrick? Yeah, yeah, be the villain. <laughs> I know. You know. Oh, that was nice. Nice casting. Yeah, perfect casting. Yeah. As a scumbag ex-cop. Yeah, no, I believe Robert Patrick 100%. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, he was just on Peacemaker playing the villain. And I'm like, Robert Patrick, this villain phase of his career, I think is going really well. <laughs> I mean, he was, he's, he started out as a villain. He's kind of kept be. he was a character actor for a while, supporting player and a bunch of things. But it's like, no, nah, it's like, no, I'm just going to embrace being just this guy that everybody hates. And I'm loving it. You really should watch Peacemaker. It's quite good. Okay. Yeah, but on my uh, list. yeah, it's no. I was. I am not afraid to say that I think this is like just head and shoulders above the first season. Oh, and that's yeah, not a criticism true. of the first season. No, I loved the first, the first season. We loved it. But this is a lot better than the first season. Well, yeah, but I. I think it was a, a wise choice to go with bad luck and trouble yeah because it you needed this mm -hmm. um to give you a sense of his military past right and and his ability to have relationships which he did even though he was the boss and that he was able to pick people that 
fit even when everybody else was going say what <laughs> you know yeah. why, why do you want these people yeah well it turns out that they did work well together yeah and he could see that yeah and they would and um it is uh oh it was so sad the first the, the first guy that was killed oh i know was, because the first guy who's killed was you know the the guy who came in with his um clipboard <laughs> right? with his clipboard reacher's biggest why, why reacher's he... biggest fan yeah yeah what why did you pick me <laughs> who honestly doesn't know why he was picked for this role yeah. i know and probably everybody else wondered too you know well yeah but you managed to defuse the situation yeah. so it's fine exactly you need a consilia you need a consensus builder. You need someone there to just be super supportive. Yeah. And it was um it, it it's like it just it played so well this one and it was it just brings you then into the world and now you can see that he will go back because that is his life. Yep. Life is his toothbrush, his clothes. Like he mm -hmm. just you know. Uh, his his toothbrush, his clothes, and yeah, most just, and his ID. Yeah, and he's got his his and his veteran card or whatever ID yeah. you have when you're not in the military anymore. Yeah, and the fact that you know, and he has to have an ATM card. Yeah, well, of course. Uh, okay, so one thing, and it's interesting to see. Uh, just this is how people need people to be on television uh, versus people in books. Like they have to have this weird morality in television and television always is uncomfortable about money. And I'll bring it up because at the end of the book, they're like, well, uh, we're just going to split the money eight ways, you yeah. know, four, four between the people, the families of the people who got, who got killed. And then we'll just split the rest of it. Whereas yeah. in the show, they have to do this elaborate, they're embarrassed to be taking the money kind of thing. And I'm like, why? It's yeah. terrorist money. Who cares? But shows have to be like, it's this weird thing in American television, especially where people are always very uncomfortable about accepting money. It's all very strange. The heroes can't get money for doing their job. Okay. I don't know why. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be superheroes. No, I, it is, it is, well, it's that, um, yeah, I, do I do I understand why they had to do all of that at the end? Yeah, I don't know. I they did it well. Oh, they did. I'm not. I'm not complaining. It's about a very sweet moment. Them talking about the families of the people they lost and taking a new picture. Like that's a good yeah. scene. Yes, it is very good explaining how the money, what Reacher has done with the money, because they gave it all to Reacher, of course, to deal with. Yes. Yeah, to deal with. So he you know, decides what everybody, what everybody gets. gets. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't know how this works. Like, yes, they're bearer bonds. You don't have to say where you got them. No. Well, I'm <laughs> sure he found, uh, I'm sure he knows a shady person who can convert that into cash. Mm. But the point is, no, no. Clipboard man. I can't remember his name. Friends. Now. Friends. Okay. I mean, his his wife obviously got a whole envelope full of bearer bonds. Yes. Not cash. Right? Yeah, I know. That was what I'm like, what is she supposed to do with this? Because other people get stacks of cash. I'm like, okay. Well. Or, well, and no, What's-Her-Face gets a company. Yep. Uh, you know, he sets gets up. A, sets LLC. up her own company for her. Yeah, sets up an LLC. Yeah. It will last forever. And know? the guy's fiance gets just a brick of like a huge amount of cash. Yep. Then she pays off the, whatever mortgage there was at the bar. Yeah. Buys herself a new car and takes off. <laughs> Heads down to Florida. Don't go to Florida, lady. It's not, no. never. It's, it's a bad idea. Don't go to Florida. Don't go to Florida. Don't go to Texas. But when the book was being written. <laughs> exactly. And when the show was. How would they know? How would they know where we were going to end up? Right. In Florida. And, and unfortunately, uh, Swan only had a dog. So they get a huge ton of money to the uh, the dog rescue where he got the dog from, which yeah. is very nice. Yeah. It's a very sweet. I mean, it's a really sweet ending. But it's oh, just it's yeah. so much more like it's just in the book. They're so like not mercenary per se, but just the idea that's like, yeah, we'll just split the money eight ways. It's fine. We don't have to. 
we don't have to do this figuring out what to do with the money thing. It's money. You just split it eight ways. Yeah, and we can do whatever we want with it. And, exactly. Yeah, and Neely and, and Neely has the love job she loves anyway. I yeah. mean, Neely doesn't even need it, so he sets all. I mean, for her father. Oh, that was father. sweet. That was nice. Okay, so you don't know what to do with the money, and you know, in the in the context of the show, as you say, it is true that people do have. If people get too much money, sometimes they don't know what to do with it, right? Absolutely. And can't think the the way that Reacher thinks, which is, you know, structurally. Yeah. Like he just thinks in terms of structuring everything. Yeah. That's true. So, um, he knows all of these people. And so therefore. He knows what's going to be right for them. Yeah, I get it. Sort of, right? Yeah, I guess, you know, but as you say, in the book, it's... It's, it's very simple in the book. Yeah, you know, Because they right. don't get all fussy about it. But there's yeah. a lot of Reacher books where, you know, because he's dealing with criminals, there's a lot of Reacher, uh, Reacher books that end with him, like, looking at a giant stack of $100 bills that he has to give to somebody. And it's not a problem. He just hands it to them. You yeah. Know? Yeah, he just finds. But these were bearer bonds. These were bearer bonds. This, it is a more talking, complicated situation. What, Sixty-five million dollars. It is. It is a bigger di- issue to deal with. I do. You know, agree rather with that. than you know rolling up with a few hundred thousand, you know, yeah. and finding somebody who needs it and giving it to them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which he like does. at the end of the hard way. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. He doesn't need. He doesn't need money. Yeah. For his lifestyle, he's got his yeah. he's got his pension and he's got his bus pass and that's all he needs. Yes, well, it's really funny, eh? Because I was looking at the bus he was on, which was called Transways or something, because Greyhound is ba- basically shut down in Canada. And Greyhound, oh. like my, my, I have a friend who travels a lot by bus. He loves traveling by bus. Right. And he was traveling throughout the United States by bus, and it was a nightmare. Really. Wow summer i think it was last summer or the summer before Why's that? well just because the bus the bus schedules are screwed up and Ugh. and sometimes the buses weren't they they didn't have a bus ready to go or it wasn't full or you know so he had to readjust his itinerary and stuff because he too had one of these passes right which just yeah. allowed him unlimited travel yeah for say a month whereas Reacher get unlimited travel for free. a year. Yeah. But yeah, same basic yeah. idea. But it's the same basic idea. But buses are, I guess, a dying breed. Although and they, that, but, which by the way seems insane to me. People still need to get around the country. Well, like, how can, like, I'm just saying for, for now a hundred years, there have been bus companies moving around the country and people have to still move around the country. I don't understand how buses can be this big of a problem. I don't understand how. You put a bunch of chairs and, uh, you know, you, you get a piece of metal, put an engine on it, put a four wheels on it, put a ton of chairs on it, and now you can move people around the country. How how bad do you have to be that you can't turn a profit at this? Well, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it because there was a real problem. In Northern Ontario, you can see the problem a little Well, yeah, because there's, you know, <laughs> between each city is 500 kilometers. You know, you're talking, well, say say between here and Sudbury, you know, 300 kilometers, yeah. all these little towns. It there's just the three forever. cities in Northern Ontario, North Bay, Sudbury, and Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, sorry, sorry, four cities and Thunder Bay. There's yeah. only actually four cities in a in an pl- area the size of, like, I don't know, Nevada? All of Utah? Here? Probably it's bigger. It, probably it's bigger. Like, it's, it's a gigantic drive. Huge. It is. You know, and this year, this year, a big, big problem happened. I don't know. Was it Nashville? That they're out. They, they in usually talk about climate change. I hate to bring it up. That's <laughs> fine. But normally, they've been having, they've been, every year, it's gotten worse in terms okay. of building the ice roads. Because oh. they would build ice roads. So that for five five months, four or five months of the year, they could move stuff into these different places because yeah, they I understand what ice roads are for. Stuff. Yeah. So ice roads are for this, right? All yeah. of a sudden, like this year is insane. It is going to be like 
it the snow is going to be gone by this is by the, the last week in January. My the the streets and everything are clearer now. Yeah, and the walk I like my walkway because I could shovel it out, but um, yeah, I've still got some snow in my walk, but it's going to be all week, three degrees, Oof. sun. But yeah. there's going to be snow, snow left, and people go. We're talking about well, it's Indian summer early. No, this no. is Indian summer. No, this, this is, is not Indian long. summer. Long. This no. is the yeah. winter oh, only winter. lasted three weeks. I mean, I walked out onto my balcony last night, middle of the night, end of January, walk out on my balcony, look at the thermometer, five degrees outside. Yeah. This like is crazy. April, March, April weather. I mean, how how long? I mean, I mean, I would assume the canal has been closed again. <laughs> yes, the canal was closed again. I think it was open for a week. Yeah, for about a week when we had this cold spell. Yeah, we yeah. had that brutal cold snap that I loved. Yeah, for about five days. <laughs> for about five That's days. About it, right? And they only I, managed to open it up under the bridge, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. between between bank and uh, uh, God. What's the other bridge? This is embarrassing. Well, uh, and, and, and up at the at the. Um, you mean? Uh, yeah, the, I know the bridge on Elgin Elgin Street Bridge, whatever the actual bridge is called yeah, on Elgin. Yeah, Street. at the university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's crazy. It is. It's, cra it's crazy. So anyway, but anyway, we're not here to talk about uh, global warming. <laughs> Although global warming will make it very hard for them to shoot sixty-one hours. Yes, if like which if, requires a friggin' blizzard and six feet of snow. Yeah, it was. Yes, it. Yes, I. They may have to put that off, or 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 just not I, do sixty-one hours. Yeah, I, we were just. I mean, this is all filmed in Canada, so it's the right place to kind of find that. But you know. Yeah. They uh, they might not be able to find it anymore. Yeah, well, what I would say is write the script for sixty one hours, and then wait you know, until you're going to have the weather. Until you have the weather to just at the last minute decide. Okay, this is the season we can do sixty one hours. Honestly, I know it's I know it sounds ridiculous, but they should they should do sixteen one hours as a bonus movie, like okay. with him. Like at the end of the season, you finish up the season. Now go take four extra weeks and just shoot a bonus Reacher movie to air between seasons. That way oh. you don't have to worry about stretching it out. You know, you can have this tight little story. It's fantastic. You could do the same yeah, thing because, with the hard way. Because it is only, only Reacher. Yeah, it's just Reacher. There's no, like, he's literally, I mean, the fun thing about uh, 61 Hours is it's when he's on the bus trying to get to the plot of no, uh, Never Go Back. Yeah. Because like, the previous book, he found out about, you know, going to help out the woman who's running his unit now, and he gets yeah. on the bus to go, and 61 Hours happens on the way to Never Go Back. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's it's the kind of thing where fitting it between seasons would be a really smart way to handle that book. Yeah, well, it is it is a... Uh... And by the way, if they were smart, they would have released that movie in theaters <laughs> to promote, <laughs> but like they did with the X-Files. You get to season four yeah. of the X-Files between the two seasons, go to the theater, see an X-Files movie. Here, you watch, a se you watch season three of Reacher, and then boom, we took an extra four weeks, we shot a movie, go see the Reacher movie in theaters between seasons. Yeah, yeah, that that would be yeah. Boom, if that, they were smart, this is what they would do. Yeah, that that's um, but I'm I keep thinking about the snow. Like I can like I that was a movie that I could visualize. It took me back to my childhood. I know, right? Snow levels, right? Yeah, like I don't when, think we like the like descriptions that. of it in the book of him having oh. just wading through this snow and everything being snow blind. Like it's a fantastic yeah. book. Yeah, the it, it is uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, it really is 61 hours. Um, yeah, 61 hours is great. Yeah, no no question. But now we're talking about, because we don't want to talk too much about the plot. And we don't need to talk too much. Because, yeah, Gotta you've go seen it. We've read it. the book. But, uh, but we're talking about, <laughs> essentially, what the episode felt like and where yeah. the show can go from here. I'm interested that they're doing Persuader next. Uh, I think that's going to be good. I think that's uh, a really good chance that that's going to be a great season. Uh, again, it's him on his own with new characters. You know, it's not like, well, like Neil you say, Neely will show up, but I, she's not going to be there for the whole season. 
like she was this time. I think it's more likely she'll be there in and out like she like there for a little bit like she was in the first season is my prediction. Obviously, I don't know that I'm going to be right. I have no information about this. Uh, but my suspicion is like they're going to mostly focus on him next year and then she will show up at some point. That yeah. is my prediction. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but like I said, this season... Okay, so now here's here's going to be my complaint about the season. Are you ready? No. Okay. For me to make a complaint. When they're in... Nev- uh, I was about to say Nevada because I'm thinking about that book. Uh, when they're in Atlantic City, they decide to corner two guys who are chasing them. And they accidentally kill both of them before they get a chance to find out uh, who has sent these guys to kill them. Right. And I'm like, that's fine, but don't write it so that if you want them to accidentally kill a guy. So before they have a chance to ask him questions, don't have the guy get killed by Reacher, like drowning, holding his head down and drowning him in concrete. Have them actually accidentally kill a guy (laughs) because it happens in the fight. No, Jack, you murdered that guy. This wasn't an accident. (laughs) And you're screwing up your own plan by murdering this guy. (laughs) Yeah. That, that That bothered me. It wasn't a big thing, but I'm like, no, like it's not hard to write it so the guy gets killed in the fight. Just don't, I know you like it when Reacher murders people. It's fun when Reacher murders people. I love that scene on the bus when he was murdering all those guys. <laughs> like they keep luring people onto the bus and murdering them. And then like the last guy's like, screw it, I'm not getting on the bus. But Jack Reacher has already hidden in the under the truck behind him and drags him onto the truck when he doesn't go onto the bus. It's a very fun sequence. But my point is like, it's fine if you uh, show that, but because by that point he knows who the villain is. But at this point in the plot, you can't have him doing those murders because he's supposed to be thinking tactically. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a minor thing. That's just how they staged it. It bothered me. Uh, a, a thing I really liked was all of the scenes we got with the uh, arms dealer. Yes, that was good. The middleman. The middleman. Yeah. Who is just there to, like, get the rockets to people who pay him. Who, as far as he's concerned, is not the problem. They're going to get the missiles from somebody. Might as well be me. Yeah. I don't under... Who honestly doesn't understand why anyone would have a problem with him. I love that character. Oh, no. He was was very, very, very good at his... I mean, it's a minimal, crucial but minimal... Part. Yes, but mm-hmm. he, he made the most of it. Let he me did. He made the most of it. That the, guy was a scene stealer. Yep, yep. Who kept was. showing up and killing people just because he's just trying to get across the country. <laughs> he, he, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm just trying to get across the country, man. <laughs> Why does this have to be so difficult? <laughs> no, I loved that. I, yeah, because I can't fly. Yeah, because he can't fly anymore because he's been spotted. Yeah. Although I will say, um, that is my other problem with the plot. Was, like, they have a bunch of guys out there uh, who are obviously cops thinking they're going to be able to spot him. And he so he spots the obvious cops. But the problem with that plot-wise at that point in the plot is they know the name he's going to check in under. So you don't have to have a bunch of cops standing around searching the crowd with their eyes. All you have to do is wait until the name he checks in under, he checks under that name, have her press one button at the computer. And then when he's going through security, you attack him when he's going through security and he's emptied his pockets. Like, yeah, that, that was the other thing that bothered me. It's like, I didn't believe how they were waiting for him. And I mean, I didn't believe that because I'm going, who are these stupid cops? Yeah, I know. And like you said, I, you, I picked them out before he did. I know, right? How are they so bad at this? Now you can say, well, aren't cops famously terrible at their jobs? The answer is yes, cops are terrible at their jobs, but that's the real world. In fiction, I want my villains to have to like be clever <laughs> and think their way around the cops because in real life, villains get away with it because cops are lazy and just don't do their job. 
right? Whereas I don't want that in my fiction. I want my fiction to be more interesting and to imagine that, like, no, villains have to work for it. In real life, villains don't have to work for it. (laughs) I've decided to be cynical today, and I stand by that cynicism. (laughs) Oh, it's true, though. Uh, But yeah, I mean, fundamentally... Yeah, okay, but those are, but seriously, those are my only real plot problems with this season. I loved it. And it's not, and it's not, given how well they did everything else, they're minor issues. I know, they are. They really are. It's just, Um, were I looking at the scripts, I'd be like, tweak these two things, and you've got a perfect season of television for these characters, and for what you want Reacher to be, you know? Yeah. Oh, and it's so, and I mean, we haven't even talked about it. It's a very funny season of television, too. It is very funny. Some really good moments. There are, I mean, like there would be too many to go into, but it's like, <laughs> it is also just very funny. Like they, they did a really good job this year. And he, again, I can't say enough good things about Alan Richardson's performance as Reacher. Like it's just, nah, he gets of, the character. Yeah. Out of the ballpark. Yeah. Every time, to- every season, he just so gets this character and impresses me further with how he's doing this. So yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait for season three. Which hopefully, because luckily, I mean, the strike did not affect this season. Because they shot it back in like uh, January, February, March uh, around Toronto last year. Mm -hmm. Right back in 2023. So the strike didn't affect it. And I'm sure they hadn't like weren't planning to start season three right away last summer. So it wouldn't shock me if we find out that season three is going to be, you know, shooting March, April, May this year. So hopefully we get the next season. Hopefully it's done by December again. Okay. That's what I'm keeping my fingers crossed. That we get in a nice regular schedule. We keep getting our seasons of Reacher. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it it is... Good. It, is, it is good. It really is good. Okay. You I know what the crazy part is about Persuader? What? And I mean, I don't remember what the plot is about. <laughs> like, I remember that the DEA is working on something and like a guy who Reacher thought he killed came back and he's a super villain now. But like, I don't remember what the char- the villains are trying to do. Like in Killing Floor, I remembered it was about, uh, yeah, I remember it was about counterfeiting money. In this, I remembered it was about stingers. In Night School, I'm like, that was about, uh, that was about, uh, suitcase nukes. Personal. That's about a guy who just wants to shoot Reacher. You know? Yep. <laughs> like, like, it's not actually a complicated plot. I don't remember what the villain's plan was. Um, in 61 Hours, it's about a guy trying to cover up for a drug deal because they found the United States Air Force's supply of meth in a, yeah. in an abandoned hangar. Like, I remember the plots of so many of the books. I don't remember what was happening in Persuader. So the weird part is, unless I decide to read it right before I watch the season, I might actually be surprised next year. Okay, now what is happening is, from what I can see, I went and I looked at things. Potential uh, release date is December 2024. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. Or, at the latest, filming is already underway. Oh, they are filming it now. Apparently. That's oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. They're filming it now, uh, possibly February 2025 at the latest. That seems to be what it right. is. So would you believe it's in the Economic Times? <laughs> I am. I mean, I'm sure it's a mid-budget show shooting in Toronto. So why not? You know, this is what we know about. Okay. So oh. I, I guess, like after that first season, now they're just gonna set all of these in winter because they keep shooting them in Toronto in February. Well, it might not be winter now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a really good point. Well, and the thing is, whether there's snow or not, it will be gray and looking miserable. So there you go. (laughs) Whether there's actually snow anywhere. (laughs) Filming has started. All right. Filming has started. Then I'm... I'm, Updated January 25th. It means they're on schedule. That's what counts. Yeah. So we're... And we'll probably be back here next year at this time talking about season three of Reacher and how much we loved it. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's call it here. Yeah. 
and wrap this up. But yeah, I'm just so happy that they've done that. Way to go, guys. Uh, we're going to be back on Thursday with more Millennium because this was a Tuesday special episode. Uh, so we're going to be back here on Thursday with more Millennium. That should be a blast. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling-related fiction you'd like us to check out, drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if you're listening to this on an app or podcatcher, please be sure to rate and review. That's how people find the show. We're going to see you back here next uh, t- next year for the new episode of Reacher. <laughs> but, yes. you know, as I said, see you on Thursday for more Millennium. Uh, but until then, I'll, I'll say uh, that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week.